My name is Walker, a.k.a. The Retail Ranger. It is my job to keep you free from food safety danger. The other is to make sure that stuff gets on the shelf. It's harder than it looks. I can't do it by myself. Welcome to Walker Retail Ranger. What's up, everybody? I'm Walker, also known as Retail Ranger. This podcast is about my personal and professional experiences from working in the retail industry for over 35 years. Each week, we'll discuss a different topic about life as a retail ranger. We hope you enjoy listening. Let's do this. Now it's time for Walker, Retail Ranger. Hey, attention employees, we got to clean up on aisle 13. Clean up on aisle 13. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, so uh, last week I referred to episode uh, 24 as episode 23, and that was in fact incorrect. I apologize. (laughs) It was episode 24, and this is episode 25 of the Walker Retail Ranger podcast. I am Walker, and with me as usual is my beautiful bride, Liz. How are you, Liz? Doing fantastic. All right. Hey, did that voice sound somewhat familiar to you when I did the cleanup? It it actually reminded me of someone from another store. Yeah, Steve. Steve. Steve was a uh, was a cashier I had at a, one of the other stores I worked at back in the day, and he was famous for getting on the microphone and going, "Hey, <laughs> I need change on aisle f- or register four, please. Change on register four. Thank you, thank you very much." And it used to enrage me sometimes, <laughs> but most of the time it made me laugh. And I know you had a story when you were delivering donuts, I think, to that store. At well, that time. yes, and I actually grabbed a couple bags of my own donuts. Um, that I delivered to take them to the register to buy them for someone. Right. It was somewhere I was going. And I went through Steve's line. Yeah. And he said, hey, can I have some of those donuts? And I thought he was joking around, but he wanted me to literally, no, literally open a bag. Yeah. And he was very offended that I did not Thank give you. him some of the donuts. Thank you very much. And one of the other <laughs> phrases that I actually use from his life is, uh, just shoot me. Oh, yeah. He would always, he would just be be like, ah, just shoot me. (laughs) But that's what you get for being a retail ranger at the end of your career. funny memories. Oh, yeah, he was a hoot. So, uh, so what's up, Liz? Uh, I'm glad you asked this question, but what podcast do I listen to? Um, So I listen to, (laughs) I know you didn't ask me that. Uh, Quite frankly, he's a guy that's been doing a podcast for quite a while. Uh, He has a nightly show. It's like usually about an hour and a half, two hours long. He was actually kind of the inspiration for why I decided to go ahead and go with the podcast. Obviously, you getting me the equipment kind of pushed me over the edge, but I know he's a guy I listen to quite frequently. He's got, it's a mix variety show, um, has a lot of great interviews on there. It's just funny. Um, so I just want to give a shout out to quitefranklytv.com. You can go there and find out where um, his podcasts are played, or he's on Apple iTunes or iTunes and all those other guys too, SoundCloud. But it's the Quite Frankly podcast. I just want to throw that out there. because Frank rules. He's funny. He's a couple <laughs> years younger than me, but we got a lot of the same interests music-wise. He's very right. talented. He's actually a drummer in a band called, uh, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. called Set the Charge, which actually has quite a few good songs. And I know he's talking about on his podcast recently about doing a live stream, like where his band actually plays and they, they stream it live over the internet. So okay. I think that's pretty cool. So I'm a little confused right now, Liz. I know we're having hamburgers on the grill in honor of Memorial Day. Today is Sunday, May 29th, by the way. I forgot to mention that, 2022. Um, but we're having hamburgers on the grill, but it smells like a chicken soupy type thing downstairs. Oh. What's going on? 
I had a rotisserie chicken carcass that I froze in the freezer. Okay. And I'm making broth. All right. Man, what can you not do with rotisserie chickens? Oh, I know. They're amazing. They're one of the most versatile things. Still pretty cheap. Yeah. So whenever we get one for one reason or another, if they're on sale, I um, debone them. Okay. Put the bones in a bag and the skin, everything. Okay. Put it in the bag, stick it in the freezer. And when I have some extra time, take it out, put a little water in a pot, throw all that in there. Okay. And just slow. It smells amazing down there. I mean, it really does. But it's confusing to the olfactory senses. I know. I see hamburgers and corn on the cob and stuff like that, but then I smell chicken like the best chicken. Well, then you just, you know, once it cools down a little bit, stick it in the refrigerator and it it will get kind of in a gel. Is that a combination of the grease stuff? Well, it's not that much oil, but I think it's the proteins. Okay. So it's probably good for you. Oh, yeah. So, um, and and whatever, you know, what fat comes to the top, I'll scoop that off. Okay. It's not much. All right. And then um, I'll put it in a freezer bag, stick it in the freezer for a little while, just till it gets like almost solid. All right. And then I do the food saver thing. Oh, okay. Where you vacuum the air out of yeah. it? Yeah. All right. So whenever you want to make a pot of soup or you have a recipe that calls for chicken broth. You got homemade chicken broth. Homemade chicken broth. So that's a great way to save money as oh, far as yeah. like using everything that you get. So Yes, yes. I know there's a couple other tips we were talking about as of late. Um, I know one was with aluminum foil because that stuff's obviously pretty expensive oh, along it's... with the supply chain <laughs> aluminum can shortage. No, it's outrageous. So whenever I use foil, like um, the other day I was cooking some chicken thighs, boneless, skinless. And I just covered the pan in the oven with foil. Okay. Well, it didn't get messy because it wasn't actually touching the food, but I right. still like cleaned it off and rinsed it and let it dry, and fold it in a little square and reuse I actually it. used reuse some of it today. Okay. So we're not going to the extent that my grandmother used to, where <laughs> she would wipe off paper plates, right? No, 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 no. Okay. No. She she was famous for that. She would wipe off. Her. That's real old school. That's gangster right there. <laughs> So I know we were talking about some other cost-saving things. And right now, I think chicken drumsticks are probably the way to go. Oh, yeah. The cheapest out of all the... They really are. Poultry parts. Especially if you get the family pack. It's just so much cheaper. And yeah. Megan, your oldest, yeah. our oldest, um, said that she uses that now. A lot. she's on a budget. Yeah. And she'll cook them in her... What, what is it? Uh, uh, the has? one pot or pot, yes, pot yes. one. What is it? One pot? Yeah. I think that's what it's called. Ooh. I don't have one because it was just, I don't know. It, it, it intimidated you. It was too, I don't know. Anyways. I'd rather do it the old way. But anyways. She, she had all kinds of, she was talking, oh, yeah. she almost sounded like Forrest Gump when she was describing she all said, the flavors. She's like, I know I she was do doing. barbecue sauce, chipotle, yeah. Asian flair. All. So it really is. And I actually started picking some up and, okay. and well, praising well, them. That's smart. Yeah. So speaking of chicken, the girls are all doing good. Oh, yeah. We can see them from where we're at right now. Um, Clucking away. I think they all did kind of cycle together, whereas <laughs> they're all now giving their eggs in the morning at one time. I went out there about 10 o'clock this morning. All four eggs were in the one little spot, so and they were they were warm, but I do have to admit I I screwed up and I lost an egg. I dropped no. an egg today. It's my first one. It's been like a, almost two months. Well, a month of eggs, I guess, so... That was my rookie mistake. I did lose an egg. It was bad. Well, it's kind of hard to. It is. I, I guess we need to get one of those little wire baskets to yeah. put our eggs. In. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Hey. 
Well, it's only four at a time, so we're good. Yeah. So the other day I was uh, getting ready to – we had a lot of rain here in the last week here in Powhatan, and um, their food was kind of getting towards the, the lower end, so I wanted to freshen it up. So I, I chucked the rest of their food out into the yard, right? And I, I filled it up and I hung it so it was off the ground and the chickens were eating. And Roddy, our dog, I couldn't find him. He was kind of just hanging over by the chickens. I was like, all right, that's cool. He's just chilling by the chickens. And I go and I get rid of some of the branches because we had a, a tornado scare the other day, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But I was sitting there doing all kinds of yard work, and I was like, man, where is Roddy? Turns out he was eating the chicken food. <laughs> oh, no. That I threw. Yes. I mean, the guy acts like we never feed him. Got a little fiber. <sighs> yeah. So he might start laying eggs here soon, oh, too. No. <laughs> um, I know you made egg salad with, <clears throat> excuse me, with our farm raised eggs that we we got right we were getting so many i was like oh my gosh we, we got eggs coming out the wazoo I, I could freeze them i mean it's like i don't i no. have to read it. i don't think i doubt yeah. it it's but, not worth the freezer space but, but they were really good you made egg salad but i think you were kind of struggling because the shells are such high quality <laughs> they're pretty thick so i don't know if we need to look at the calcium or whatever that they're getting I but think they're getting too much it's possible. Oh, maybe. Needs to look that up. But anyway, when I boiled the eggs, just like you would if you were doing deviled eggs. Right. And I went to peel them, and I'm a master at, yeah, you at are. peeling deviled eggs or um, hard-boiled eggs, and I could not get those shells off to save my life. It took forever. Yeah, and they were, they were kind of ugly. But they were going in egg salad, so it was all good. Yeah. It's not like we were making deviled eggs with them. But they do fry so well. They stay like in this perfect little circle. They don't bleed all over the pan. I'll tell you. Yeah. I love my days off as of late. I am getting fried eggs right out the right out the chicken, we'll just say. <laughs> and they are so good. They are. So good. There was one other tip you were going to talk about as far as uh, helping save money, obviously with the expense of everything being what it is. And that was about how you kind of reuse and refilter whatever, got cooking oil of some sort? Oh, yeah. Like if we do French fries, which a lot of times I'll, you know, fresh cut French fries or potatoes. Right. And I'll use the same oil. I just I filter it through like a coffee filter or a strainer and put it in a mason jar and put it in the refrigerator. And then um, next time we're going to do fries, I'll use it. Yeah. And, and I'll use it two or three times. And then, of course, it, you know, I don't, like to to, funky. I don't like to keep pushing it. But it, it smells fine. It's, it tastes fine. Um, and, and when you fry bacon, save that fat. Oh, yeah. You know, we actually sell bacon grease now. Like oh, a, do you a, a really? tub of bacon grease. I'm like, dude, seriously? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I get it that bacon's expensive, but I, why would you buy bacon grease? Well, my grandma always saved it. Oh, yeah, mine too. And you've been saving bacon grease. Oh, I, yeah. I remember. Well, forever. Yeah, it, it's good. Hey, would you mind popping that fridge back there behind you when you get a chance? <laughs> I, I'm getting a little thirsty. We just started rolling here. So, speaking of saving money, you know my rant about toilet paper the other day? Oh, God. You and that toilet paper. Well, I'm, I'm mad. I'm just mad. Oh, there we go. That's a nice cold Coke. <sighs> wink, wink. So, toilet paper tubes getting bigger is part of their, their conspiracy their thing. strategy. I'm serious. And I looked at ours because I am the one that changes the toilet paper. Yes. I will be gone for a week <laughs> and come back and there's a... Brand new roll sitting on top. I just, that thing is so hard. It's my roll, and I'm proud to do it. Look, <laughs> roll. Get it? Roll. It's oh, my roll. Hey. But that is one thing. So today, my uh, honeydew list involved cleaning our camper. Um, we've got a, you know, a small little travel camper. 
it's amazing how big that thing is uh, when you're washing it on <laughs> yeah. the outside. I was sitting there the whole time I'm doing it. I'm like, holy crap, this thing, you know, we bump elbows every time we're in there. But when I'm trying to wash the thing, holy shnikes, I got a workout today. Oh, yeah. So It looks good. I, I got in the, uh, I, I bought this bottle of cleaner and it said, I, I couldn't believe it. The, I'm reading the directions on the back, you know, because I'm nervous. And it actually says, stop. It's one of those things that you attach to the hose and then you okay. turn it on and you spray it on with your hose right. or whatever. So it actually says on the directions, stop application when the bottle is empty. <laughs> no. Like I'm some kind of idiot. I'm just going to stand there for two hours. Whenever there is a rule or a, um, a weird direction, it's because someone Somebody has complained. Somebody screwed up somewhere. <sighs> but anyways, in the middle of that, you know, there's a tree beside our camper and there is a Japanese hornet that has been hanging around there. <sighs> and I have, we, we got this Mac Daddy heavy duty fly swatter. So I had it out there with me and I'm kind of side eyeing, I'm watching, you know, as long as he doesn't mess with me, I'm trying not to mess with him, but he's between me and the chickens. Well, they'll come after you for no reason. Well, I, I went all gangster. Like I, I, I crouched down. I had my, <laughs> I was, I was loaded up with the, with the fly swatter and I swung at him so hard because I knew I, I got to swing hard and fast Oh and, yeah. and it, you can't second guess yourself. Well, I missed him by a fly swatter's width Oof. and my immediate reaction was to because he started coming at me a little bit so i went to smack <laughs> him and i punched myself in my parts oh no to the point where it actually almost made me vomit oh it was like getting kicked in the nards right right and but then he's coming at me so i had to run <laughs> where was i you were on the back deck enjoying the beautiful back deck oh yeah that's and and i'm running and i run probably about 30 feet it's about as far as i could get and i stood there and i i literally had to wait about two minutes to recover the pain i literally felt like i'd been kicked oh down there but i'm okay now so i have a video of you running from yellow jackets do you saw that video yeah oh my goodness and the dog watched us yeah you gotta find that yeah because keith would appreciate that i'm sure (laughs) um so i was on the opposite side of the camper from the house and i could not reach with my ladder so I, I knew since you were here, I could do it because you're usually a big fan of me not doing stupid stuff when you're not here, right? Or well, stupid... or when I'm here. Oh, yeah. Well, there's that too. Um, so I could not get to the, the other side because of the way the hill was sloped. So I got this genius idea. I backed the truck up to the trailer, that the utility trailer we have, and I, I moved that beside the camper, and I put the ladder inside that, and that gave me an extra couple feet oh, to get my. up there. Yeah, it, it wasn't fun. But the, the chickens were watching me, so I figured if anything happened, they would squawk because their rooster was down, and you would come running and save me. Uh, I looked out there. I checked on you. Well, you saw I know, water. I know how you are, and I saw water, so. Well, yeah, so that was my my first part of the day. Um, and do you like the fact that I do confessions live on air here? Oh, yeah. All right. So you can't yell at me, but so much, right? After. Oh, Lord. So I figured out our dream job. I think we need to figure out a way for somebody to sponsor us to buy a camper, like a driver camper, and we just do our podcast on the road, and every day we stop, or every two days, or hit a couple uh, retail establishments and then talk about what we saw in there. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be fun. You travel the world, bring the, or the at least the United States. I don't know if well, I can get yeah. to Let's Europe. stick to home. Yeah, let's try here first. So, uh, holidays-wise, today is composting day. Did you know that? No. Yeah, uh, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, because I had started a worm farm under the back deck about five years ago. Um, 
that lasted about a month, and I kind of forgot about it. But keep that in mind. Okay. It's also end of the Middle Ages day today, so this is the anniversary of the end of the Middle Ages. Thought that was kind of. I a, thought that a, ended a while. It, it ended a long time ago. <laughs> I, I don't know if we're on the top edges. Top ages? I don't know. International Day of United Nations Peacekeepers. Uh, it's also Learn About Composting Day, which I think would tie in with Composting Day. I would think. National Biscuit Day. And I don't know exactly what this means. I probably should have researched it first. National Cocadin Day. What is that? Uh, I don't know. C-O-Q-A-U-V-I-N. I know it's French, so Kathy it's will... It's All right, fine. You got this. I don't have it's to go to Kathy then. What is it? chicken and wine. Oh, okay. So apparently we're, we should be making some wine down there, too, if you're making chicken broth. Well, no, you use the wine you already oh. have. Uh, it's National Neighbor Day. Hey, neighbors, we can see a couple of you. Uh, <laughs> paperclip Day. <laughs> what? Respect the paperclip, will you? It used to be used a lot back in the day. It's not as used as much anymore. No. Damn electronics. Uh, Pink Flamingo Day. And I thought this one was weird. Put a pillow on your fridge day. What? Uh, that's what it says. That's what it says. Uh, in other news, Top Gun opened at the theater, uh, the new version. Remember, that was an 80s oh, yeah. movie back in the day. I learned something that was pretty cool. So Val Kilmer, unfortunately, had some kind of esophageal cancer, and he lost his voice. Like He, had, oh, he really? doesn't have the ability to speak. Oh, my gosh. Um, so he was Iceman in that movie. He was like the rival of Tom Cruise back then. Well, he's in this new one, and I found out that um, they went through, and this is where electronics and technology is crazy. They took all the speech he's ever made on the movies, like mm-hmm. all his, everything he's ever spoken. Right. And they put it into a, a computer and they, that's his voice now, like oh in real gosh. life too. So like in the movie, his dialogue was a computer generated version of him speaking all these different lines. You know, they all kind of mash it together. But now like when he's in real life walking around and he, he can use, instead of using a regular old school voice box that doesn't right. sound, it sounds more electronic. It actually has his voice. I did not know Isn't that, that cool? That's crazy. I thought that was a feel-good story. Speaking of feel-good stories, uh, we had a tornado warning a couple <laughs> days ago. I mean, literally, <sighs> our phones blew up with the emergency things. The TV went crazy. And what do we do? We run out on the front porch to see. <laughs> They're like, imminent danger. Get into your shelter now. And we walk outside. Because we want to see. It. Well, we had and to here, see. We, well, there's a lot of fake news out there. Yes. And we want to make sure we could discern it. So we turned on the TV and holy smokes, the path was literally going straight through the part of the county that we live in heading our way. So we started getting taken serious. We grabbed the flashlight. Uh, we grabbed some pillows and we went into the bathroom. And then I realized we obviously had a few more minutes. So I grabbed a couple of golden beverages. Right. right. Uh, you grabbed the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was funny. We and know, my purse, which know, I grab in every emergency situation. Like even if there's a bat in the house? Yes. Okay. So anyways, it obviously didn't happen, but we did have a branch like embed itself. It was probably about three inches wide. Uh, it was straight up and down in our front yard the other day when I went out there. Uh, the wind was just Yeah, it was, it was so wild. Bad. But we're okay. Uh, as far as our cats, Punky brought us a tailless lizard. Uh, you remember she brought us a tail. The tail. Um, so so I'm hoping that's the same probably one. Probably the same dude. And we are in the process of looking for a new location for our bird feeders. Yeah. Because it, it seems like it's getting too easy for these cats. It's too convenient. Because yesterday, uh, one of the cats, the punky, actually came to the door with a bird. And we kind of didn't open the front door because we didn't want to bring it in. And it had deceased at this point. Um, and then a few minutes later, Morpheus had it. 
Right. And then he went to the back door to try to come in. <laughs> and then he came around to the front door to try to come in. And bottom line is the bird did not come in, but we've got to figure out, like, getting shepherd's hooks out there in the front yard yeah, or something. Yeah, we couldn't find them today. No. No. The bird? No, the shepherd hooks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we went to, I went to a couple places today. Um, so I am a potato farmer now. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we put some sprouted potato chunks into the worm farm that I had built. I figured it's good soil. It's just been sitting there doing its soil thing for a couple of years. And lo and well, behold... There's no worms in there, though. No, no. The worms of... I don't know what happened to the worms. R.I.P. worms. Um, but Wednesday, I noticed there was a little sprouts. I was like, oh my goodness, this is going to work. And then we had that torrential rain for a couple of days... Um, yesterday when I took a picture of them, like from Wednesday to Saturday, they sprouted six inches. I cannot wait. We have three potato plants. That's going to be amazing if that works out good. I know. And if it does, we talked about maybe getting a couple more planters and planting them throughout the, on the deck or something like that. There is nothing better than a new potato. Oh, I know. From what I read today, like as soon as it starts flowering, that's considered a new potato. So we can harvest them at that point and then go from there. But that was pretty cool. On a sad note, uh, Ray Liotta passed away last week. Oh, uh, he was one of my favorite actors. The movie came out that my favorite movie, probably of all time, is Goodfellas from 1990. That's the year I graduated. Uh-huh. And uh, Ray Liotta was just a stud in that movie. I, I wanted to be in the mafia. I wanted a <laughs> Cadillac. I wanted to wear 1970s flyaway collar shirts and a vinyl leather jacket. I And then, of course, one of the most iconic scenes is when he beat the crap out of that guy that was messing with his chick. <laughs> that, that that that's one of my favorite scenes. I know it's a little violent, but it gets me pumped up. Yeah, when that came out in the theater, I just had to. I actually left. Yeah, there were some violent scenes in that movie. I, I just, I, I'm more grown up now, but. Well, oof. speaking of grown up, I googled it. There are 300 f bombs in that movie. <laughs> what? 300, and that's not the most of any time. I mean, because it seemed like it was pretty excessive, but. Ah, yeah. So there was a couple other iconic scenes like the I'm a clown, Joe Pesci scene, and then obviously the Ray, or when Ray beats up that neighbor. Yeah. Um, and then I love at the end when the, the drugs start getting involved, and so the soundtrack on that thing was amazing. I'm sorry. Karen. Karen! What'd you do with the stuff? Anyways. Uh, also, a, a keyboardist for Depeche Mode, Andy Fletcher, passed away. Oh. Um, and Alan White, the drummer from Yes. Now, Yes was formed back in 68, I believe. They were a British group. They had an album in like 82 or 83, 90125 or something. Um, and there was a couple songs in there, like Owner of a Lonely Heart. You remember that song? Oh, yeah. That was one of the most, like, kick-butt tunes back mm-hmm. in the day. Um, but speaking of misheard lyrics, which we're about to, um, I struggled with a couple of their songs because there's one called... Uh, it can happen to you. It can happen to me. It can to it, it can happen to everyone in the jubilee. That's that's how I thought it went. It can happen to you. Uh, it can uh, happen. Yeah. You know that one. Yes. It can happen to everyone in the jubilee. It's it can happen to everyone eventually. <laughs> Is I am almost fifty, and I've been singing that song wrong for like forty years. Thank you very that's much. That's so funny. And there's another song they called. Uh, it's called Leave It. And the chorus obviously is leave it, but I always sung it as I'm leaving. And if you go back and listen to these songs, you can hear my Jubilee and it can happen and you can hear I'm leaving. Um, but it makes more sense that it was leave it considering that's what the song was called. <laughs> so there's that. So, Hey, I got a couple shopping lists for you. Um, they were, <laughs> whew, 
There were some good ones. I wrote a note here. This one was from May 9th. Oh, here we go. Are you ready, Liz? I'm ready. All right. V8. Kleenex peanut butter, which the GIF recall kind of impacted a lot of that. Oh, yeah. But this is before that. Hopefully, they didn't buy GIF. Uh, rye bread, crackers, cereal, yogurt, two cards. So, I mean, this sounds pretty healthy so far, right? Right. Guess what the last item was? What? Sigs. <laughs> Isn't that great? That's and actually, fantastic. just a SIG, so maybe they're just trying to buy one. <laughs> but I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, and then we got May 12th. This one was pretty... All right. Nope, that's the wrong one. That's the... That was my favorite one for as of late. Let me see. May 12th. Oh, here we go. This one was pretty cool. Litter. Okay. Cat dry, which I'm assuming means dry cat food. Yeah. And they had a two beside that. Can... I'm assuming they want canned can cat, cat food. food. Aspirin, A S P R I N, which you know, hey, that's close. Uh, I'm guessing it's D E L I M A D O L. It looks like Delimadol. <laughs> so I don't know if it's Delimer or something. So it's all cat stuff, medicine, and then candy. I thought that was, that, that was, that was my little. Yeehaw at the end was the candy part. And then I just picked this one up the other day. And all right, so trash bags. Okay. Cards. Waffles. Breakfast sandwiches. Bread. Beagles. <laughs> bagels. Be- right. Probably. But, but it's B E A G L E S. Oh, like that's the dog. great. Uh, ham and cheese. Rotisserie chicken. <laughs> R-O-T-E-S-S-A-R-Y. Oh, my Rotisserie. goodness. They went, there. they went hard. And here's my favorite. A couple weeks ago, we talked about kielbasa, how people can't spell that. Right. I got another version. This is kazbasi. <laughs> K-A-S-B-A-S-I. Sausage. They got sausage right. Uh, kazbasi, ice cream, and cheddar churs, which I'm assuming is cheddar cheese. So, Speaking of apples... Oh, which were okay. on none of those oh, right, lists. Uh, remember Johnny Appleseed? Oh, yeah. And he was real. Was well, he? He was real. His name was John Chapman. According to uh, Wikipedia, John Chapman was born in September uh, 1774, and he passed away in 1845. Better known as Johnny Appleseed, he was an American pioneer nurseryman. Nurseryman. That sounds good, huh? who introduced apple trees to large parts of Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, and Ontario, as well as the northern counties of present-day West Virginia. He became an American legend while still alive due to his kind, generous ways, his leadership in conservation, and the symbolic the symbolic importance he attributed to apples. Wow. Cool, right? I, well, I never knew he was real. He was real. He's not just, a, not just folklore. So... I heard, and as a matter of fact, I believe it was on the Quite Frankly podcast, I heard about a gentleman down in Clemens, North Carolina. Cousin Dave, are you listening? Uh, maybe you knew this guy or, or you could meet him. His name is Tom Brown. Um, and I'm just going to read the article. It's from carolinacountry.com by Carol Howell. On the hunt for old-timey apples. North Carolinian Tom Brown is passionate about keeping heritage varieties growing. So, how many varieties of apples are there? I have no idea. I think it's like 2,500 in the United States, but most supermarkets carry between 10 and 15. But I'm just going to read this part here, too. Tom Brown is on a mission to track down as many heirloom and lost apple varieties as he can. 
Most of his leads come from talking to people at regional festivals and fairs. His display is made of apples from his own preservation orchard. That was 50 years ago, and that tree is gone, like so many others of the memories shared in the shade of an apple tree. But Tom Brown of Clemens is preserving memories by finding and preserving the heirloom apple trees once thought to be lost to time. This is cool. He's like, and we're not talking about Red Lister Granny Smith here. The apples he finds have names like Big Andy, <laughs> Greasy Skin, Jelly Flower, and Mongolian. So basically him and his wife like cruise around to regional places, word of mouth stuff, looking for old trees in people's backyards and, and saving these apples. Which is cool as heck. That is cool. He found his first apple in 1999, a yellow pots that he located in Iredell County. And then it turned into a hobby. And it was just word of mouth. And so he eventually found 300 varieties just in that one county that he went to. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? I just thought that was really cool. Um, he has more than 1,000 trees in his own little preservation thing. Um, I just thought that was really cool. So there's like a, a, a new Johnny Appleseed. Keeping the apple going. Yeah, Mr. Tom Brown of uh, Clemens, North Carolina. So, all right, I think I kind of rambled a lot today. How you doing? You doing good? <laughs> good. All right, are you going to make some hamburgers? Yes. yes. On the grill. That'll be awesome. Fresh corn. So, well, thank you for hanging with me today, Liz. And oh, my pleasure. Thank you to all of our viewers. Uh, we picked up somebody in Miami. Ooh. Uh, that, that Will Smith song, something, something, Miami. Anyways, I'm a horrible lyricist. <laughs> Uh, so I want to thank everybody for your support. Uh, please be sure to check out walkerretailranger.com. You can find uh, all the different areas where you can listen to us. And if you get a chance, check out Quite Frankly uh, podcast. He, he's a little crazy, so uh, just be warned. But, uh, <laughs> in a good way. Yeah, in a good way. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's pretty much it. Uh, y'all be good out there and keep retail ranging. Peace. Peace. Hey, so I misspoke and said, uh, gave the wrong address for Frankly's uh, website. It's actually quite frankly dot tv quite frankly dot tv not the quite frankly tv.com thing that you know it's a bad habit anyways peace hey retail rangers be sure to check out walkerretailranger.com that has all the different ways you can listen to the podcast there's also a contact us link where you can message us and offer feedback or any topics you'd like us to cover we're on apple google and spotify at the moment still can't figure out soundcloud's problem if you dig what you hear, subscribe, give us a like or follow. I'm not sure it's different for each one, but we appreciate your continued support, and we'll catch you on the flippity flip. Peace. Thank you for listening to us and letting us be ourselves. We appreciate what you do to get stuff on the shelves. Stay safe out there. Do what you can to avoid any danger. Have fun, work hard, and be a retail ranger. You've been listening to... Walker Retail Ranger.